Hey listeners, before we begin this week's episode, I'm excited to announce that we are an official partner of BattleBards.com. If you like some of the sound effects you're going to hear during this episode, you'll want to go check out their site at BattleBards.com. They have a huge range of sounds to fit everything you might possibly need during a game, and their always expanding library includes soundscapes, effects, and music for both fantasy and sci-fi settings. It's really cool. Just drop into BattleBards.com to check it out. Oh, and there's great news. If you use our exclusive code, STACK, to sign up for the Prime subscription, you'll get lots of great sound effects at your fingertips, as well as streaming access to all BattleBards content, tools like a mixer for using sounds during your games, and, probably the most exciting thing of all, a 20% discount on whatever you buy. You'll also help us out because as more folks sign up to use these premium sounds, we'll get access to more sounds ourselves, which only helps to bump up our production quality. We'll have more information in the show notes, but in the meantime, hop over to their site and check them out today. Just remember, if you sign up, be sure to use our special code, STACK. And now, on with the show. Our warm-up question this time is, if you could ask your character any one thing, what would that question be? Peter. Why on earth do you have to go with everybody? (laughs) Why don't you take more showers? (laughs) You taller. I don't know. <laughs> Why do you keep saying guys and dad? Yeah, stop saying you guys. You should use guys. Use guys. <laughs> and oh my goodness. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh dearie me. My stars. <laughs> oh heavens. Because <laughs> I do say that. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Hello, everybody. This is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Benson Mom. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do a natural deep voice one there. Thane has Peter Greyhawk. Last time, <laughs> after we get over the <laughs> intros, <laughs> last time we followed the party from their camp spot out on the moors on the way to Flynnmore. On the second day, through rain and just icky conditions, they saw off to the west a hill that none of them really liked the looks of, but Peter decided, you know what, I'm going to go check it out. And so as a group, they decided to go, only to find that some very strange mental terrors seized them when they got close to the hill. And so they fled back to the road, continued on their way, and as they got close to the city of Flynnmore at long last, saw a person unceremoniously dumped from a carriage. Upon coming closer, they realized that the man was in heading their same direction. He introduced himself as Rebek, and it's apparent that he is a bard of some sort, and he has accompanied them to the entrance of the city, 
where they've been greeted also unceremoniously by a couple of guards. Who is ready to tell a story? I'm so glad you asked I am. (laughs) Thank you for the reminders, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) The guards drop their pikes into place, barring the entrance to the city. You're not welcome here. And they are looking at Rebek. Rebek takes a staggered step back, places his hand on his chest and says, Are you talking to me? Yeah, we know you. We know your face. How was I supposed to know she was the mayor's daughter? Oh, Woody. (laughs) Rebek. Listen, can't we just let bygones be bygones? I've changed. I've grown up and I'm just here to earn my keep. Pay my way. Can't you just see that? And the guards, <laughs> stony-faced, say, You lot can go in, but you, you're staying out here. Sorry, Rebek, but we have some business to attend to. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Okay. That's cold. I was, <laughs> I I was going to say, I, I look up at the guards, maybe take a step close to Rebek and say, well, he's with us. If he doesn't come in, we're not going. Of course, that's not my way of a threat to the guards. Like, fine, don't come in here. <laughs> How many guards are there? Two. There's two. two. We can take are there them. any other guards like on the wall or anyone's, any that can be seen? You can sense more up on the wall above and even see maybe one or two back inside the gate entrance to the city. <laughs> That'll show them. <laughs> we will never go into this that's city right. until our newfound friend, Rebek. <laughs> We just met like two hours ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so. his little song like had an effect on us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those, like, a, a very quickly formed intimacies, like that you know, it wouldn't under normal circumstances wouldn't happen. But something about that seemed like from your description on the, in the last game that it was strangely restorative. Um. I mean, does somebody, I would say, does somebody have, like, some art of persuasion? Does anybody yeah, have persuasion? Least, I, have persuasion. I, I, I won't. I, have, I was going to say, I, I probably pers- won't. You have persuasion. You have persuasion? Well, I, my, I do. You have persuasion blocked in? Yes, ma'am. Oh. What's your... Now, here's what I want to get away from. Oh, sorry. If you feel like your character would want to try to persuade some, someone... Mm-hmm. Just go with it. See, I wouldn't. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, and that's fine. You're playing your character. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. don't be focused on the colored dots and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. That just means that you have an advantage to it. That's fine. Right. But if you think your character would be the one to try to persuade somebody, Peter's already spoken up and said, well, see ya. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, if My you... thought was <laughs> Tira, you know, would, would, would try and get him to come along. Okay. And... You perhaps see these guards as kindred spirits. You, mm-hmm. They don't take nonsense. Right. They have a job to do and they're doing it. So maybe you seeing that mentality would think, oh, I can reason with them. Yes, I would do that. that that's that's up to you to decide. But I'm just saying, play it that way instead of, do I have the dot colored in? Yeah. Because that, that gets you focused in on the character sheet instead of the character. Tira, if you want to try and persuade the guards, you are welcome to do that. Now, Tira, like if you guys, if you want, if you want Reban to come, um, you can make, maybe say that like you'll take responsibility for him while we're in the town. Maybe okay. they'll say if okay if they'll hold you to it. Yeah, maybe they'd be more inclined to let him in if he if they know he's going to stay with us. 
Peter, can he stay with us? I, I guess. Since you unceremoniously dumped him. <laughs> I'm already do you, like walking through the game. Have, do, you have, want, you, do you want to redact that? <laughs> have you formed a, a dislike for him at all, or is no, it just I, I apathy? Just, I just, he's a nice guy. We don't seem to have a real need for him. He's just there. We're just yeah. met him on the road, yeah. yeah we, 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 we have some business to attend to. We have a quest to follow. He Honor bound. Our, to, he, he did lift our spirits um, while we were yeah. going. And so maybe those songs kind of, would help us out. That's um, what I was kind of thinking, that... Maybe we sort of, or I guess speaking for myself, we have sort of developed a much quicker affinity for him than under normal circumstances, you know, I would have done because we were just coming off of this super weird experience and horrifying things happening. And then we meet this guy who just, at first we were kind of, you know, taken aback by his overt, yeah, overt cheeriness, but then he brought out this guitar type thing and kind of sung us all and brought us around. So I think at this point I'm more inclined to want to keep him with us. It's more of an associative thing. Right. He helped you feel better. Right. Not just because, not not because I know so much about him and know what all his assets that he would be able to bring to the group would be. Well, he's already taken to his own defense. Yeah. Listen, if it's a matter of money, I can certainly try to find something but in order to get you money i would need to go in to perform where the people are you see you've heard me sing and he looks to the three of you beseechingly here i'm actually going to step forward i'll take responsibility for anything he does one of the guards looks at you and says okay you can take responsibility for him out here can i roll a persuasion check looks like you certainly can patrick (laughs) swayze You rolled oh, none of that one, money. weren't you? That is a 23. Ooh. Did you roll a natural 20 or no, a 19? No, that's an 18 plus 18. 5. The one who didn't speak looks to the one who did. The one who spoke says, It looks like I can trust you. You look like a nice enough guy, but my orders are my orders. What? Man. So maybe I look well, up. Oh, sorry. You're still maybe for the right price. And he looks off to the side as he says that. Mm, let's see. I mean, that is a rather interesting rock over there. If I just happen to look in that direction and examine it, who's to say that somebody couldn't just walk right by me? And he winks heavily at I you. See. And I kind of huddle everybody together and say, I have, these I people have. are reasonable. They'll let us in. They're just... You know how these guard types are. I'm so terrible at this. <laughs> you know how these guard types Shut are. Up. <laughs> <laughs> We're slipping into your old habits here. I'm so bad at improvisation. I have two cents. <laughs> I have Shut I have it. ten gold pieces in my pocket. So I think if we the guard is starting to look yeah. impatient. Yeah. I how think much are we talking? I mean, okay, all, all from one gold piece. Yeah, just give him a gold piece and. All right, I, I take one coin out. And I flip it around my fingers, all fancy like. Oh wow! So he's getting fancy. Eyes. Okay, where'd you learn that trick? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he reaches out Virginia and grabs it off your hand, here. looks at it. Kind of sneers a little bit, but he puts it in his pocket and he jerks his head over his okay. shoulder. I look over at Reebok over there. Reebok. Reebok. Let's go. He'll always be Reebok to me. All right. You, the, the way is clear. You can go into the city. You stay with us. 
Well, I kind of hoped I would. You, you're carrying my things. Yeah. And as oh. he goes, he strums his guitar and he looks meaningfully at the guards. Yeah. All right. And so you are free to go into the city. All right. So we walk into the city now. The stag just said, "Go to Flenmore." What I can't remember for the jewels of the Edelin. jewels of Edelin. That, that's that's supposed to be where, what we're in Flenmore for, or wasn't it just for more information? Is there like a library? I don't remember. Or something? He said, "Well, let's see." Do I dare make this a history check? No. Aw, no, come no. on. This is, such, this is such a prominent moment in our Yeah, so prominent character. that you forgot. Well, <laughs> I forgot. I mean, Tira forgot. He said to go He said to go to the library to begin your search for the jewels of Edelin. Okay. All right. Now, how All right. big is Flenmore compared yeah. to... I mean, Arden was like 100 people. Yeah, like a village. As you walk into the city... The walls probably encircle a good two miles of ground. How high are the walls? The walls are about 20 to 25 feet tall. How thick are they? As you pass through the gate, uh, it's about 10 feet. So it's thick walls. Now, that very likely they are hollow uh, to allow people to move inside because you can see arrow slits in the walls from point to point. But uh, it is... Y- Peter, from your original stay here, you anticipate that there are probably a good five, maybe 7,000 people that live in this one place. It is a big city compared to Arden. Okay. And as you walk in, you're immediately assaulted by sound. There are, are jugglers over here. There are There's somebody playing music off in the distance. You can hear crowds of people just talking excitedly about things. For Tira and Peter, it's not such a big deal. For Wombabash, it's an assault on your senses. Yeah, I, I can we? I, we need to go to the library as soon as possible. I hear libraries are quiet. Where did you hear where that? Did, in I was the where did you hear that? <laughs> your I, friends. Uh, told you, you can remember that you uh, were twelve years old yeah, when a you, little birdie told me. I gotta say, your forest friends. My stone told me. Yeah. <laughs> You're basically having to huddle together closely to okay. have this conversation. All right. Well, I think we should try and find somebody who can direct us toward the library. That is where the stag said our search would Reban's been here before. He should not. <gasps> Reban, do you know where the he's, library is? He's looking distractedly off to the side. His name is Reback, but I'm calling him <laughs> Reback. <laughs> he got me. You can see him lock eyes with somebody who's apparently further back in this common. entry location. Yeah. yeah, common is a good word for him. Uh, there must be a hundred plus people just in here and they're talking and, and gesturing uh, and he begins to weave his way through the crowd toward that person leaving going, the three of yeah. you standing oh, whoa, there whoa hold on there Rebecca. I'm gonna follow him no we had to try and keep him with us no, we he, just said we were gonna he's going with him oh I'm okay. going with you <laughs> <laughs> but he's I'm, just like I'm just gonna head off away from you and go with Rebecca. you're welcome to say something yeah Peter wait I think we should all stay together I'm going with him Maybe you can reach out a hand and grab a hold of him and say, wait, Rebeck. I reach out a hand and grab him and say, wait, Rebeck. You're, you're uh, holding on to a, a heavy case. Yeah, I'm right. Exactly. The Where's the kitchenware store? You can't do that without hitting someone. <sighs> Is that someone? What, were Rebecca? you talking about shooting him? <laughs> Throwing the case after him. <laughs> no. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what would Peter do? Mm-hmm. Rebeck is gone. He's yeah, make his way faster. The crowd. Come on. Can I keep on tailing him at the very least? You can for- try to force your way through the crowd. Tira, Tira, I, I, I'm really uncomfortable. Can we please go to the library? 
Well, we just lost Rebeck. Uh, I think and I see Peter retreating off trying to find him. Why don't we just stick close behind me? And I, can really, I can't clear a path for you. I'm half your height. And you're also carrying a heavy case. And I'm carrying a heavy case. Well, this is a I, terrible situation. I, 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 actually, I actually, uh, seeing as I can't find him, I'm just going to return to the group. Well, you can't, you can't go far without us. We have his stuff. That's true. I guess we'll have to find us eventually. And he heard us talk. Did he hear us talking about the library? I, I would say he probably okay. heard you, but he was focused elsewhere. Well, way to go, Peter. You lost him. I you have his bait. I understand, but you told the guard you would be responsible for whatever he does in town. No, he's off I said to... we would be responsible. No, me, you sir. said you, I do, do you would know the be responsible. Ma'am? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm sorry. Do you know the... I, I need to go to the library. Do you know Ooh. where the library is? Hold on. Oh, hold on. He's Ooh, got a thing. His first NPC generator. That's right. Time to generate an NPC. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you know where the library is? I'm trying to find the library. Hold on, Bash. We'll find the library. Excuse me, uh, I, I'm trying to find the library. Can you tell me where the library is, please? You're pulling on the sleeve of a man who's just laughing uproariously, and he turns and looks. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the library? Well, it's, um, it's just right over there. And he points, and it's right out the gate of the city. Uh, I don't see the library. Well, no. you have to go outside and look. If you just go out and make a left and just keep on going, you'll find it no problem. Is this guy serious? No, Lombergash, just ignore him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna <laughs> go. He's trying to get rid of you. He's making fun else. of you. Peter, you go and tap a respectable-looking man on his shoulder. Uh, yes, can I help you? Excuse me, I'm uh, looking for the library. Oh, here. the library! I love the library. Uh, well, yes, if you go uh, down this street, and he points into the city. <laughs> Uh, and there is a street in the direction he's pointing. And follow that for, oh, let's see. Hmm, 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 hmm. One, two, three, four. Four streets, and then make a left, and then you should find yourself in a square, and that square has a big fountain in it. And the fountain has a man and a dolphin and a woman all standing in the middle, and they're spouting water. Oh, it's a beautiful sight. And the water just glistens on sunny days. Uh, we, we don't Sir, get many... Sir, is the library on that street? Oh, no. Oh, my mistake. Um, so in this square, yes, you, you go uh, north. Uh, is it north? Yes, yes, it's north. And you... you uh, follow the, the, co <laughs> the cobbles should turn into uh, more flat okay, paving Okay, so I look behind me and see there's somebody else passing by to grab a hold of. <laughs> Michael's over here running down the direction. <laughs> I know. Four streets left, fountain pretty, north. <laughs> so Tira's looking around for somebody else to ask, maybe. Try a woman Is it, is it all humans here? Yes. Try a woman All humans, time. okay. Try, okay, I'm looking for a woman. To ask, <laughs> <laughs> this dude's giving giving no, instructions I, like I did, a chick. I, I did that because I want Brett to be a woman. All right, let's hear it, man. Well, here's the thing: the NPC persona that I generated is mime. <laughs> <laughs> so, for our audience listening, apparently we've gotten a hold of a mime. Uh, <laughs> Let me try that again. Okay. <clears throat> You 
catch a woman mm-hmm. who is carrying a basket of uh, some kind of, it's got a cover on it. You can't mm-hmm. tell what's in it. And as she's talking to one of her friends there, you approach her and... Excuse me, ma'am. We are trying to find the library and nobody seems to be able to give us correct and concise directions. Could you please direct us? Well, I can do better than that. I'm actually about to head home. I just finished my washing, you see. And I'm going to go through the marketplace. And from there, it's just a short distance. And then we'll have to part ways there, I'm afraid. But I can get you that far. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so I turn to the other two and say, all right, I have found somebody who can get us most of the way there. And from there, she will direct us. Let's go. Okay, please. Let's go. Carrying your cases, the two of you, yes, and, and we're just assuming that we're hanging on to them because we're assuming that then uh, Rebeck. You just have to shake it a little bit. Attempt, and he'll smell it <laughs> we'll and have come to scurrying. find us. We'll have to find us since we have his things. It's actually quite fortuitous that she is carrying a basket because she's equally encumbered and she threads her way through the crowd and people seem to know her somewhat. Maybe she comes here often, but you're able to follow easily behind her. And sure enough, a few crooked turns and so forth, and you find yourself in an open area where there are stalls and vendors and, again, the, the smell of roasting meats, people chattering and so forth. It, it's not an unpleasant place to be, even for Womberbash. The food helps. I'm hungry. <laughs> really? Uh, from here, she stops and, Tira, she turns to you and says, now from here, uh, just go north, and then you'll come to a square with a fountain in it. We've heard of this fountain. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, then from there, you're just going to continue north on the northwest corner, and the library is down that direction. All right, that sounds simple enough. Thank you. Good luck to you, and welcome to Flynnmore. <laughs> Thank you. And so I'd, you know, she walks off, she, I guess. She's hurrying off. All right, and I tell the other two. I, All right, so we need to head. I see some, I see some dried meats hanging on, on a hook over there. Can we get some? I tell you what, since we're here, why don't we go ahead and we could probably stand to re- replace some of our food rations after such a long journey. And, and while we're bashed, then you can get something to eat. And and, uh, and then I think we should head on to the library. Hey, listen, we, we have to stay here, right? Because we should find, we should find play, a place to stay. Do you think we should do that now or I wait until the evening? I think our first order of business is to get to the library. Yes. And then once we're there, we can go out, get some food, and then maybe stop in an inn and I just disagree. set up these things. I disagree. I think I need my meat, my dried meat right now. Well, okay. no, we'll buy the food now. Okay. okay. So maybe I'll go we'll on ahead. We'll find lodgings I'll later. I'll go on ahead, see if I can find the library, and then once I do, I'll come back and meet you guys at the fountain. Okay. Did you hear her instructions plainly, Peter? Yeah. She said head north, north to the fountain. to the fountain. Then and then north take the northwest north. corner, go yeah. that direction. Yeah. All right, I'll stay with Walmart Bash, and we'll get some food to uh, for the three of us to pack. Because there's no telling where we're going to need to go after the library. All right, I'm going to go and follow the instructions. <laughs> no, we okay. split Rebecca's <laughs> stuff in two. Yeah, Peter, you leave the other two. You take about 20 steps, and as you look off to your right, you can see that there are, are buildings surrounding this market square. And so it's fairly well closed in. But in between some of the buildings, there are little alleyways and so forth. And as you're walking by one of these alleyways, first of all, you feel a cool draft come out of it, and that kind of draws your attention. But as you look over, you see a small man talking to a person in rather nondescript clothing. But they're muttering something to each other, and then one of them hands, you see the glint 
and you hear the clack of these little clear stones falling into the hand of the small man. And then the small man is handing the figure a bag that clinks whenever it rests in his palm. Mm. The little man looks over his shoulder, sees you looking at him, and he retreats into the darkness of the alley, while the other man also goes back that direction and then also disappears into the darkness. I'm going to wrinkle my brows. As you do that, three big, muscular guys push past you, shove you forward, stumbling, and they also go into that alley. And as soon as they hit the the shadows of the alley, one of them yells, Stop! And he goes charging, and the other two are close behind him. Into the alley? They look nasty. Are there any guards nearby? No. No? I'm going to say, Wamberbash, because of your passive perception, you hear the, Stop! And you look over to see Peter stumbling, recovering his balance, and the last of the big men disappearing into the alley. Hey, Tira, look over at Peter. What? What happened? Over what did there, you see? Look, look. I'm over there, like, regaining my balance, and I look into the alleyway, okay. and then I look over at you guys. All right. Maybe I tap Morris's elbow and say, let's go see what happened. And we jog over there, trot across the square, and head over there. Peter, what happened? Well, I was just going off, and then I looked into the alleyway, and there were... People in there selling something, and they went deeper into the alleyway, and then these three big guys came and pushed right past me and ran right into the alleyway. You hear a sharp cry and a thud. I pull my axe out and charge into the the alleyway. Dear, no! Okay, you are pelting down the alley, and it goes... Oh, can I see any better? Yes. Okay, what do I see? It's, It's a jagged alleyway, so it's got blind turns and so forth. And so you're, you're threading your way through. There are piles of trash and the smell. It's a fetid aroma of city, city life. Yay. Yay. And you make your way through. And then after about probably 30 feet of winding your way through, uh, you see up ahead three figures surrounding the little man. One of the figures, the big figures, is chuckling evilly. <laughs> what about the little man? He's... He's on the other side of them, his back pressed up against a wall. Oh, so he's not like on the ground or right. anything. Okay. A couple seconds later, I arrive behind Tira panting. I forgot to say, I'm coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm bringing up the rear simply because I don't want to be the one left behind. Right by yourself. <laughs> I love it. That's cute. Okay. All right, so I, I'm, I've come to a halt behind these guys and he's chuckling. So I've got my axe up behind me. Maybe I just say, hey! And so they, does that draw their attention onto me? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. One of them turns around and looks, and as he turns, you can see he has no neck. I mean, he is just built like a bull. Yeah. And he just turns and looks at you condescendingly. Uh-huh. Go away, girl. This isn't your affair. <laughs> Trying to come up with, like, a snappy retort. I'm not as witty as Tira. Did. Yeah, well, no. you're... <laughs> I was about to, I was about Clear to say, your mind. yeah. My first what does Tira say? Why don't you pick on somebody your own size? <laughs> on a <laughs> dwarf? I should say that better. I should say that better. Cut. <laughs> Why don't you pick on somebody your own size? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> With my axe out. I'll make I mean, an I exception. Kind of like, have sort of a, like a... Power stance almost, you know. It's not It's not up like this. It's more like 
arms out. I'm going to say there's okay. room for the two of you to be staggered out slightly behind her. Is that how you see this? I'm going to have my mace now pointing at the sky in an action pose oh, to, com- to compliment the trail. I'm probably not going to be out to the side. I'm probably going to be maybe a little bit more behind and kind of just like looking mm-hmm. out from the side, so okay. to speak. Sounds good. The two turn from their quarry, or the three turn from their quarry, and one of them has a big old cudgel, and he just starts thumping it in his hand, and the leader, the apparent leader, comes striding towards you, and he's shaking his head almost ruefully. I sure hate beating up women. Whew. And so he... (laughs) Let's roll for initiative. I cannot roll for initiative to save my life. Oh, we're tied. Um, we're tied. I've got a four. Mom and I will have to re-roll because we both got a four. But what's your bonus? It's no, plus, it was two, oh, two plus, plus two. Two what? plus two. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, Mom, we have to re-roll. I have a five. Re-roll. Ten total. Again, a three. <laughs> All right, so I have a five total. All right. The big fellow uh, comes at you, Tira, because you're the one who's been okay. mouthing off. He swings his mace at you. Twice. He rolled a two and he rolled a ten. Neither of those is going to be sufficient to hit you. He is overcalculating your size. You look a little larger in the dark here, apparently, and he just whiffs right over your head. It's my imposing demeanor. The one behind him, I'm going to say, normally he has two attacks, but because he's swinging around his compadre, he's only going to get it one. He rolls a two. Thanks, guys. Thanks for passing on your bad rolls here. <laughs> and then the other one has a heavy crossbow. And so instead of trying to swing at you awkwardly, he's just going to stand back and oh, good night. try and hit you. 16? That's my armor class. Okay, 16. that hits. Aww. Oh, so they're all focusing on Tira? Right now. I was one that ran in there Not and even insulted the them. heavily armored cleric. Oh, no. You take nine points of damage. The crossbow bolt is a nasty, broad piece of wood, and the quarrel just sinks into your shoulder, whipping you about, and it hurts like fire. Uh, I was going to laugh in their faces after those sad little attacks. Well, now it's a... (laughs) (laughs) And a rage, right? (laughs) (laughs) Instigator. Rage, 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 rage. That is it for the bad guys. It is now the good guys' turn in this order. Bash, Tira, Peter. (laughs) Okay, so after seeing that, I become angry. And um, my hair turns red. And then um, I am going to um, pull out my dagger and lunge at the first guy with the axe. With the mace. Mace. Mm -hmm. Just (laughs) testing you. You Don't lunge at me, Bash. It's a six, I think. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Tira is just enough in the way that... I can't get by her. Right. It, yeah. uh, it throws off your aim, and your dagger just stabs into empty space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here, run into this. <laughs> yeah. Run into my dagger. Do you, my do dagger. you have any bonus actions or anything <clears throat> else you want to do? I believe your beast form is a bonus Yeah, action. it is action. So I can transform... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use bestial form and a transformation, and I'm going to cast two side points to get tough hide. Okay. That'll give me plus two on my armor class. Yes. Good. 
Next is Tira. <laughs> so this giant bulge in my shoulder makes me so mad that I go into a rage. What? <laughs> First time in a while. Crazy. Yeah, so I stagger back. And is it which, is it, does it matter which, is like, is it my ex shoulder? It, it's is it not my... going to affect your swing. Okay. But it is in your right arm. It's in my right shoulder. All right. I stagger backwards and then I look down at the bolt sticking out of my shoulder and just I never I forget what my oh he's Thane's bracing himself for my rage scream that you're not gonna do right <laughs> Ooh. yeah uh, that was it <laughs> my rage scream that's uh, smart <laughs> owie Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good heavens. That good, stings. Good heavens. <laughs> that stings. Oh, dear. That's like okay. a blast. Now. All right. So after I stumble backwards, look down at the bolt sticking on my shoulder, and I look up at the guy. I look up at the, uh, at the one who fired at me. And just... I go into a rage. <laughs> I love how you always follow that up. And I go, go into a rage. rage. <laughs> All right. So I uh, reach back, not seeming not to even notice the bolt in my shoulder with my axe and take and go to try and... I, no, I can't reach his head, can I? Probably not. Yeah, you can. I could. All right, so I'm yeah. going to just try and You're, cleave him in between the eyes. I don't know that we have your actual height written down, four, but it's going to be around two. four. I'm it's late. a long axe. Okay. It's a great axe. <laughs> it is. And no problem is too big for it. So. <laughs> and like you, face. sir, are a problem. That's right. <laughs> Specifically, your <laughs> face. It's a snappy repartee. All right, so I'm going to haul back and try and cleave him in between the eyes. <laughs> Get a seven. Lucky number seven, am I right? Plus right. your. Plus attack bonus? Yep. Which is six, which is 13. That's a hit. Oh, thank goodness. And now I got to roll for damage. Here we go, guys. This is the problem. Please. This is usually the problem. <laughs> 11 plus not too bad. 4 plus 2. Yeah. So 17. Good job. That was a solid hit. <laughs> that was me, not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter, it is your turn. Oh, he ain't dead? No. All right. But he just took 17 points of damage. You see her smite him mightily with her axe, and he staggers back, but that opens the way for you. I'm going... Oh, hang on just a second. Where did I hit? I mean, I was aiming to cleave him between the eyes. I mean, that, that, that's probably not what happened, I'm assuming. He saw the attack coming, and so he stepped back, but okay. you, on the downward stroke, you okay. carved right down his front. He's not going to look the same again. Okay. Even if he survives this fight. All right, I'm going to basically just rush forward and try and uh, whack him with my bobstick mace. That's a natural 20. That is a miss. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you fine, it's a hit. No. <laughs> I was like, what? And this is on the same same target? Yes, Okay. same guy. That is two d6s plus two. So let's... Nine points of damage total. He steps back to avoid Tira's attack. Tira's swing takes her out of your line of access to him. 
And so you step forward into the void and you bring your mace into his side and you hear the crunching of ribs as the mace connects. He staggers sideways. He knocks into the guy on his right. He's basically taking away his compadre's attack. Hmm. So he's thrown off. So basically the one you just hit and the other one that wasn't affected are going to have attacks now. You hurt him. Between the two of you, that's that's a lot of damage that's in one a lot round. Of damage. <laughs> uh, the one who just got hit struggles to bring up his mace and try to attack you again, Tira. He rolls a seventeen total, and then he also rolls a one. So the seventeen hits. The, yeah. He gets two attacks, and that's going to do seven points of damage. But you take half, half. of that. Yeah. So rounded down three. Okay. And then he promptly drops his mace onto his foot, Hmm. doing... And hops around like a cartoon character. Doing two points more damage to himself. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He is not happy. And then the second one is going to attack you, Peter. Yes. He rolled a 13. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a miss? That's That's a miss, yeah. Okay. All right, his crossbow bolt sails by your head and clacks into the wall and falls into the rubbish. All right, back to Bash. Okay, so obviously I I, uh, transformed bestially, (laughs) and um, I'm kind of hunched over now. I've got the the rough hide, which you sort of explained. Looks like maybe like thickened welts, sort of like a lot of scars basically all over my skin. And I'm kind of like heaving at this point. I'm like... And basically, I'm going to then go, I'm going to expend another side point uh, to bust out some bestial claws. And I'm going to go toward his um, knees, basically. The one who's uh, been injured yeah, the most? Yeah, injured, injured the most. Ten. That's a miss. Again, Tira has swung, and she is off to her left now. And Peter is occupying the space to the right. I, so I just can't get through. You just don't have a clear path to him. Tira. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to advance back on the guy who I nearly took out last time. And uh, and maybe try and... Uh, so you said I, I came down to my left, so I'm just going to try and come back across his gut. Sorry. I'm getting a little, <laughs> a little too much She's action. She's getting into going. this. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So I'm just going to try and come back across his gut. His soft middle section. With the six plus... Six. That's a hit. Twelve, okay. Okay. And then... Five plus four plus two, so that's uh, eleven. You shear into his leg at the hip, and it just slices all the way through. <laughs> his leg he off? He goes down and gushes <laughs> all over the alley. It's all over you. It's all up your front. <laughs> <laughs> and he... Gives the most horrible death scream. He he's clutching and he's Ew. just sorry. That was me. The other two look very uncertain now. As a result, the lady barbarian goes, "Oh, gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Peter, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to look over. Go. Okay, <laughs> and, and then I'm going to resume uh, 
by trying to whack the guy. Hey, Bichelle. buddy, you okay? Vashelm's <laughs> 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 blessing on your friend. <laughs> yeah. Quick last rites there. Yeah. We'll bury these once we're done. And so I'm going to try and hit the guy who tried to shoot my head. Okay. With a... 11? 11 just hits. Yes. And these it, guys... Well, these guys aren't wearing much, right? Right. The leather armor that he's wearing is just enough to cushion the impact of your mace. He can still feel the effect of it. That is six points of damage. But not that much cushioning. He grunts, and he is preparing himself for his own attack. He is going to drop the crossbow, switch to his mace, and now he will attack you... A 17, which is a hit. No, that's a miss. You have your shield up? Yes, sir. Ah, that's right. His mace clangs into the front of your shield, and your arm goes down with the the strength behind it. It it was a very solid hit, but you had just enough between you and it to protect yourself. And he rolled a 1 with his second attack. So as he brings the mace back around... He hits the side of your shield again, and the head of the mace just comes off. It detaches. The the handle breaks at that point. Does the head, with the momentum of the impact, bounce off my shield and maybe, like, land in the face of the third guy? (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, come on. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Tira, the guy in front of you, the first attack hits you. Okay. For one point of damage. Oh, okay. he, half of that. No, half a point, that, half of that a was point. the half. <laughs> that, as he stepped forward to strike at you, he slips. His foot slips in the blood. Blood. Yes. No, in, in, and in, now in he, the he's doing water. kind of one of those awkward almost splits. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> <So>, splits. <laughs> but he's he's still hovering. Okay. So he's not down. All right. But he's off balance. It is back to the top with Bash. I'm going to try a different approach. I'm going to roll first. <laughs> and then say what I do. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a 16. That is a hit. Okay, so I'm foaming at the mouth now. Now, which is this? The one with the unbroken mace or the one with the broken mace? The one that's closest to, okay, gotcha. to Tira. So I'm going to I'm going to ask, I'm going to say you know, get behind me, Tira. Whatever. What did you translate? Like you didn't Godfather. say what you transformed into. Just yeah, just I'm just yeah, I'm just, just heaving at this. Yeah, dude, yeah okay. I, look, I look grody basically okay. at this point. All right. And I'm gonna hopefully she steps to the side, and All I'm right. gonna, and I'm gonna um, take my bestial claws, and I'm gonna try to just swipe at his stomach to open gotcha. up his guts. Gotcha. Um, and that's one side point, so one d uh, ten per side point. That is a six. Six points of damage. Your claws rake across his gut, and he howls with pain, but he is still very much in the fight. Tira. Uh, so I'm behind Lumberbash now, or I moved to the side or something, I guess. Yeah, Am I basically, still right behind him? there's enough room for the for two people to be side by side here. Okay, so I'm... You're either going to displace Peter or stay behind Lumberbash. Oh. <laughs> I would say you should be behind me. <laughs> okay. Just because. <laughs> She's the one who was made for soaking damage, though. That's right. Only so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I'm down, I'm down 13 points. 
out of 31. Out of 31. Out of 31, so that's not much, yeah, though. But that's still. up to you. It's up to you what you do. Well, I'm in a rage, too, so I guess I'm not thinking about it a whole lot. So I guess I'm going to shove a head. No, I'm going to shove Peter aside. Oh, okay. I'm going to be not, like, oh, how not rude. Like, yeah. no, not like, <laughs> not <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? We're in the middle of battle here. So I might, you know, I, I kind of maybe shoulder, elbow, whatever to get to get past him. I become part of the wall next to me. No, stop. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> not knowing my own strength, oh, so I'm going to rip it. <laughs> my full, my this is what the city watch hears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my own. This is like full. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that was, that was Womber Bash. <laughs> <laughs> my armor's like folding in on this time. I'm like, Ugh. Okay. All right, Tara, go. All right. So now who's left? You have the one with the broken, broken mace, mace in front of Peter. Okay. The one with the unbroken mace in front of you. But if I step in front of Peter, then I'll be addressing then you're that in front guy. Of, yes. Because I'm thinking if, if I'm directly behind Bash, it's going to be hard for me to be kind of like uh, and right, reaching exactly. over stuff. So I'm going to step to the side and, you, and just you, place. You move diagonally yeah. forward to yeah. fill the space where Peter right. was. Was and just kind of move yep. him. All right. And I'm just gonna head at him with with my axe. Um, Do it. So he's he's maceless, <laughs> and I guess I'm just gonna try and cleave him into in twain. Nine plus six, That's fifteen. All right. Ooh, so that's sixteen point. <laughs> I'm chopping limbs and taking names. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Ouch. this one shears off one of his fingers on his. Offhand, okay, and so that also lands in the pool of gore at your feet. Well, the uh, the insane whopping sixteen points of damage, one finger. I know that's what I was thinking. I'm like, so <laughs> sixteen points it's of damage. substantial. To his hand, not holding a weapon. How did I miss so badly? It's fine. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Dungeon master. All right. <laughs> master losing a limb, fine. I think, or losing a digit is yeah. worse than just. A gash. Well, that's true. That's very true. Peter. Okay. I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to, <laughs> like, move Tyr out of the hey, way. I'm going I said, to, hey. <laughs> I'm going to move Tyr out of the way. I'm going to try and land a hit on this dude. Uh, at some point, all this jostling around is going to be an action to jockey for position. So... Figure out what you want to do. Remember, you have a crossbow, Tira. You have javelins. So you have ranged capabilities. Just oh, kidding. Yeah. I'm going to hit the rewind button uh, just a little bit. <laughs> and I'm going to... Well, it's, it's I'm just like going you're to... always discouraging me from using my... You're like, your axe is fine. Use your axe. Yeah, your axe is it's great. It's up to you. I'm, go I'm, really. going to, I'm going to just kind of like peek... Well, I don't really have to peek over Tira. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just going There's to like... Peeking I'm just going to aim... <laughs> <laughs> and, and my crossbow just like nice and level straight ahead of me. You rested on her head. Yeah. <laughs> Hold still. Hold still, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like a, a swivel. A swivel again. <laughs> All right. So that. <laughs> He's going to make you a special hat that has a little mounting post. That's post a notch in it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just like moving for like shooting your axe. I'm Battle right tactics. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We need some fan art of this. <laughs> what are you doing? Tira's not chat. I'm going to Woo! That's a hit. shoot my crossbow. That's a 23. That's a hit. That's 23. Good, good shot, Peter. You have it rested at just the right height. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she held still for long enough. That is five points of damage. 
the quarrel buries itself in, in the broken mace guy's abdomen. All that's left is the little bristly feather sticking out the back. I'm not recovering that piece of ammunition. Yeah, leave that there. He tosses aside the broken haft of his mace, pulls his crossbow back into line, and rolls an eight. It's not enough to hit you. And so that is it for his turn. And Womberbash, your guy, rolls an 18, so he's going to get that hit. Six points of damage. That stink. And that's it for my guys. Back to you, Bash. Okay, I'm going to try my technique. The crouching tiger, hidden dragon technique. <laughs> <laughs> the lucky... Exact same thing. Uh, nope. I think you can only use one per round. Can I use my inspiration? <sighs> <laughs> yes. Get that out of here. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> I think he's going to go with a nine, maybe. <laughs> that was a six No, before. that's going to be a seven. There's a flurry of activity. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's scrambling like a dog at the door. He's Mr. Furious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of activity from Womberbash. But and not nothing to show delivery. for it. Yeah. <laughs> He's too busy scratching at the I wall. I can't scratch his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> his little tum-tum. <laughs> All right, Tira, it is your turn. All right, so I'm still facing no mace guy, the one who just has, who has a bolt in his gut. Okay. You felt the breeze of as your hair, yeah. <laughs> as the bolt went over what's, your head. What's the little guy doing at the back? Yeah, what's the little man doing? We, we're not, we're not worried about him. Yeah. You can observe that on your turn. Okay. All right, um, should I switch to one of my other <laughs> thing of robbers? I mean, he's right in front of me, isn't he? Why would mm-hmm. I want to throw a... Right. All right, so I, I look up at him and say, boy, I sure do hate beating up women. And roll the stuff across his gut there, 18 plus whatever. I'm assuming that's a hit. I'd say you got over all your bad rolls. Yeah, well... That's a hit. Rolling for a hit is never a problem. Then my damage ends up getting like three. Okay. Not, not this time. Yeah. All right. So here we go. How much damage do I do this girl? Three. Sixteen. <laughs> do I keep him between the eyes this time? Your axe blade buries itself right between his eyes, and he jerks and falls backward over the body of his former legless friend. friend. Yes. <laughs> Peter, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to on my dwarf-mounted turret kind of <laughs> swivel to the right, and I'm just going to pop a shot at that guy. It's <sighs> <laughs> a great sound, <laughs> he, He's too busy swiveling. Tiny swivel. Getting fancy. <laughs> That's a seven. The seven is not nearly enough to hit. The sole remaining bad guy sees the state of affairs. He sees that two of his friends have gone down and he drops his crossbow at his feet and holds up his hands and he says, I surrender, I surrender. Womberbash, it's your turn. I'm going to attack the old, the old guy. What, in the, the back? Guy. Yeah, the, the little old man. What? Okay. I'm joking. <laughs> what? I was like, what? <laughs> That's fine. I mean, well, he's, he's in beast mode. He might know yeah. what he's doing. That's what no. I figured you were going for. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Okay, that's it. He has surrendered. What are you going to... We're, we're going to leave combat now. Okay. And it's up to you to figure out how you take care of this. So does that mean that my rage basically ends? You can like, choose to dispel your rage. Okay. 
I don't know. Can I just walk over to him and hit him? I can't hit him on the head. I'm short. I keep forgetting. I can pick you up from a distance. If you're standing far enough back, you can hit him with the flat side of your Yeah, because I just kind of want to leave him unconscious, I guess, if I can. You will sleep with your dead friends. I'm still mad. (laughs) Okay. Because I took a lot of damage, even though I'm not feeling it as much in my rage. I I can see it, though. I mean, it was a big fight. I would say probably your best bet is to take the butt end of your weapon uh-huh. and just jam it oh, into yeah. his midriff. Okay, so I'm going to do that. He do doubles to... over and he falls to the ground on his side gasping and clutching. Okay. I'm going to power down, beast yeah. down, um, but I'm also going to pass out as well. Uh, per use. Is the mm-hmm. old man still there? You see the figure. He is sitting at the base of the wall and he has drawn his knees up to his chest and his eyes are just big. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk over to him, like, with my mace holster at my hip, my shield at my back. I'm going to, like, get down my knees and be like, are you all right? Who are you people? We're just... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who are you freaks? <laughs> I give, I give, I give. Don't hurt me, don't hurt me. What is your name? I'm Peter. Who are you? Peter. So I simmer down after I I kind of dispel the last of my rage on cold cocking that guy, and so I'm gonna walk forward to holster my axe. You know, I don't want him to be scared. Wait, what race is this guy? We don't know he's yet. A, he's a human. Okay. You, I mean, you he's saw human. that much from when he was in the sunlight. Right. He struggles to his feet. He's doing the wall crawl thing where he's yeah. standing up with yeah. his back to the wall. I. I don't know how to thank you. Will you please come with me? Okay. Well, we, we, we actually have some business to attend to. Just thought we'd stop by and help. I must show you my... So <laughs> 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 we just like stole here and kill a couple of dudes and I'm going very well. We gotta get to the library. Closing in an hour. <laughs> I gotta return this book. <laughs> the dwarf has red mind. all up her front. <laughs> yeah, no, so, okay. yeah, we're just gonna waltz right in there. <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah, this is hard to come down from. <laughs> you just talk to the poor, frail old man. Is he old? He, it's hard to tell, especially okay. in this dim light. You can see him okay. Right. He doesn't appear to be old, old, but he, he is speaking... It's mm. obvious he's not from here. Okay. He's speaking with an accent. Right. Yeah. Will Will you come with me? I give you reward. Uh, <clears throat> I, mean, I know way. I'm not in for much reward, but if if it's I insist. Okay. I'm coming with you. Um, I'm coming with. <laughs> <laughs> The paint of crime, Peter. <laughs> I still love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I forgot to say. <laughs> we'll be like, it's like. Well, do you have a place where we could sort of get ourselves together? Yes. All right. I, let, let's go on with him. This following through the alleyway, you, you followed a series of zigs and zags and you came to this area is someone dragging me because i'm past oh that's right he's unconscious now that now that you're looking off to the left uh you see that the passageway continues that way Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go and pick up uh womber bash okay so fireman carry yeah over your shoulder fireman's carry Mm, you have a shield on your back 
Yeah, that's like and rest you, between my head and my shoe. You have a case to carry. All right. Well, it's going to be over one shoulder with the case in my left arm, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm any stronger than he is, am I? What's your strength? Well, don't don't worry about that. You can try okay. to carry two cases. It makes more sense for you to pick up Bash, so I guess I offered it to carry his two cases so they can carry Bash. So Tira... <laughs> Yeah. grabs one case handle with each hand mm-hmm. and your your arms are sticking way out yeah, to your sides <laughs> trying to carry these things and you're having to turn sideways to fit through the yeah, alleyway yeah. but you make your way uh, every now and then the, the man stops to make sure you're sticking with him and it, it is a confusing series of passages here but after a few minutes of threading through these alleyways and you're both panting <laughs> mm-hmm. We need to find a new ability for Womber Bash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you stop at a very nondescript looking door. And he stops in front of it, puts his hands on a couple of the bolts on the door, and you hear a click. And then he moves his hands. It, it, they're, it's almost a blur. His hands are moving so quickly. And after a short time, he the door clicks open, and he pulls it open, and he says, In here. Can I see in the door? Is there much to be seen in before we You can see walk a, a, in? a flight of stairs going down, and you can feel the coolness and smell the dampness of a cellar. Okay. It, it, right. just, it just goes down. Okay. <clears throat> if you want to, you can toss me down. I'm sure it won't be more than five <laughs> points of damage. That way you don't have to carry me there. No, don't toss him down. <laughs> right, I'm going to. All right. oh, well, I, sorry. I, I think I'm going to offer to go first. Again, you're taking the stairs sideways one step mm-hmm. at a time and you make your way down and you come to, it's, it looks like it's an earthen floor and uh, the walls are they're damp with the wetness of being underground the here. stone walls? Yes. And so uh, as you come in, you see that there's a, a workbench on the far wall and there's just all sorts of odds and ends and things, all sorts of crazy things laid out here. Uh, and you can see him as soon as he gets in, he's just, Oh, and he's, he's so excited. He's holding his hands in front of him and almost clapping. He's just so excited. I, I bring you here. And he, he takes you over to his workbench. Uh, sit down, sit down, sit down. He's telling you to put down your weight. Right, so I put the cases down. Okay. Yeah. Womber bash, you feel yourself <clears throat> being lowered to the ground and you come out of your stupor. Oh no, I'm just like, so I'm dropping him. <laughs> you feel yourself hitting the ground and you, <laughs> You take 20 points of damage. <laughs> well. He drops you on the edge of one Peter, of the cases. be careful with him. <laughs> no, I, I lay him down gently. Thank okay. you. All right, so you set him down. Everything is, all your encumbrances are laid down. Okay. The man is almost dancing with excitement. Uh, come, 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 come. I give you. And he's, uh, he's, he's motioning you, beckoning you over to his workbench. All right. All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll follow him. Uh, as, as you approach the workbench, <clears throat> you see that he takes his hand, which he's been clutching uh, when he wasn't mm-hmm. trying to clap. Mm-hmm. He, he rolls several clear stones out onto the workbench's surface, and he goes over, and he's, he's pointing out several things excitedly. There's uh, some bits of machinery that look like he's been tinkering with and some other things. And um, as he's talking, he reaches over, and he pulls uh, an old boot that's sitting there, and he just plunks it upside down on top of his head, and he adjusts it. Ah, good, 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 good. And so he's just, uh, he's just so happy to have somebody here. Now, 
you each pick one thing. Take one, take one candy, kid. Yeah. And so basically, scattered across his worktop surface, there is a lot to choose from. Uh, if you'd like, I think the way that I had this in mind was that you would just take something random and then that's what you get. Yeah. Um, so if you want to just go ahead and roll your percentage dice, tell me what you get. Oops, hey. I have 26. I have one fell off the table, so I'm just going to throw both again. 26. Uh, se- what is this, 78? I don't understand. <laughs> so I got a 70 and an 8. Yes, yeah. 78. Okay. I rolled way better than either of you. <laughs> Assuming high percentage is, the, is what you want. <laughs> That's not necessarily the case here. Aw, but I got a good number. <laughs> Mom explodes. <laughs> yeah, right? Womber Bash, we'll start with you. The man sees you looking at a pair of wire frames. There are crystal lenses in these glasses. Got it. Okay. Um, they, they're ornate. Uh, the, the frames are ornate. They're decorated and richly engraved. And it is looks... It what, is it gold? The frames appear to be gold. Okay. Or it could be some very shiny brass or something, but it's, it's shiny, metallic. And then the, the crystal lenses, uh, he says... I ground those myself. Okay. You, you have a set of these glasses. I'm about to put these bad boys on in a second, but I'll let you get on with the rest of it. Okay. Tira, you got a 78? Yes, sir. That is perfect. That's what I was hoping you <laughs> Yay! <laughs> there amidst the clutter of his desk, he shifts aside some things, uh, or you see the handle of an axe sticking out from underneath. And at the end of... The handle at the very bottom at the at the butt mm-hmm. end, uh, there is, it looks like the f- fragments of more of this stone that have been inlaid into it. And when he lifts it out, he hands it to you, and that the little chips of crystal extend in a spiral up the handle all the way up to the axe head. And when you hold it, it's very light in your hand. It feels very wieldy. Uh, so you have an axe plus one. X plus one. Mm-hmm. That means that uh, your bonus goes up to seven to hit and five, I believe. Is it? Um, yes, it also affects your damage. So you're a plus seven plus five on your axe attacks with this weapon. Me. All right. Uh, the stones glitter when you hold it, but it's the way he has made this item. Um, it's not like holding your own stone. So the, the crystal or the, the star stone has been infused with the object okay. instead of with you. Okay. And so it's specific to the object. All right. Well, I just take it and I hold it in my hands and just look at it and wonder. I'm really excited. Thank you. You are quite welcome. And Thane, what did you roll? 24. The, the man who still has not introduced himself says, Ah, this... This is very interesting. Please take. And he hands you a leather pouch that has a little bit of a, a weight to it when you hold it. I open it to see what's inside. Inside, you see that it is full of dust. <laughs> I, I look, I look befuddled and then I cinch it back closed. Yeah, a little puff of the dust comes out and dissipates in the air. The man 
shrugs a little bit and he says, I don't know what it does, but... <laughs> it's wait, flu powder. It, wait. <laughs> wait, Diagon <you> Alley. <laughs> wait, you don't know what it does? Yeah, and, and for you, sir, oh. I, I don't know what it does, but... Wait, these are, these are supposed to do something? I have these stones, and he points to the clear stones on the workbench. Have you hear of Starstone? My eyes open wide, and I go, wait a second, and I pull mine out. It flushes lime green. You have stone. Yes. I pull my mine out, too. I have one, too, and it glows the golden topaz color. And my stone. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> wow, Bash is really... Bashful. Bashful. I have one. Ah, good, 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 good. Uh, Starstone comes from sky. Shards of old gods. Of old what? Yes, and they have power. And I find a way to make things out of... And so what I give you has value, but I, I don't know exactly what it does. I, I'm still practicing. So when I hold the axe with my hand, nothing happens, really? I just, it, feels it feels good light, to hold. Yeah. And, okay. Is there any way you can make something for me so I can wear this stone as opposed to having it in my pouch? Like a bracelet or necklace or something? Ah, I see what I find. And he goes and rummages around, comes back with, it's, it's a piece of some stretchy material that you've never seen or felt before. <gasps> Underwear? Rubber. Elastic. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. he, he takes it and he ties it in some intricate way around your stone and it, can basically serve as a, a bracelet for you. My name is Asimeris, and you have done me a great service today. It's E S Y M I R E S. E S Y. Can you spell that again? E S Y mm -hmm. M I R E S. Okay. Asimeris. I was spelling it A S S S S I M R E S S. <laughs> Nope. It's close. <laughs> close, yeah. Good. Good, Bash. Um, I came to Flinmore to study, but I, I think I need to be going soon. I have much work pressing. Do you know wh why those men attacked you? Was it for these stones? What do you know of Flinmore? Not much. Um, a bit. I'm from... Uh, I'm from a, a delve not far from here. Well, it's far from here, isn't it? Far enough. Yeah. Relatively uh, close. Uh, my clan is from a delve 75 miles to the south, and we often trade our ore up here, but I've never been. Ah, the dwarves, yes. You met some. Oh, yes. Great friends. I know there's a library that I'm trying to see. <laughs> library? Ah, right. oh, place of learning. Yes, excellent. Is that where you were going? We were. We were on our way to the library when we saw you attacked. I see. I think I will be safe here. I have 
protections. But do you have directions? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I, I know, I know the way to the library. I still haven't forgotten, even though we got into that scuffle. I just figure we might be lost in all these windy like alleyways. I will rays. guide you. When, when you I take my can... my glasses and put them on, does anything happen? Like this? <laughs> They're going like this. <laughs> you have the arm sticking straight ahead. <laughs> it's no sticking to face. <laughs> As you look at the others in the room, you can see an outline around each of them, almost like they're being specifically targeted. And you feel rather than see, and it's almost more a feeling that's driven by, you hear music again, um, but it's it's almost like a, a a music that seems somehow intimately tied with love. Basically, if you look at anyone, you could perhaps have them act on something that you tell them to do. Excellent. Dude. Persuasion glasses. Yeah, just, right. just so you know, these are called Eyes of Charming. Hmm. But apparently, Asimaris has never used these before. Hmm. Peter, do you want to reevaluate your bag of dust? Yeah, I'm just kind of like look around at the bag. Maybe pull some out and test the dust between your fingers and breathe it. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Let's cut that out. Try, try it. <laughs> no. Don't I'm, do I'm, that. <laughs> As you open the bag, a little puff of it comes out again, and your mouth immediately feels dry. Mm. Uh, and as you're holding the bag open, you look down inside, you can see little sparkles of the crushed star stone in there. So he's infused each of these items, the crystal mm-hmm. lenses, the chips the crushed stone mm. in basically that's the mechanic for this world star stone is mm. built into magic items and magic items require more star stone the more rare they are hmm. so that's how i'm working it all in i see uh but yes basically thane you have or pete peter you have dust of dryness uh, okay but all you know for now is that it makes your mouth dry when you uh, I need some water. <laughs> water. Okay, you all have a notion of what each of your items does. I'd, I'd like to say, though, you're hurting because you're no longer enraged. Oh, yeah. Um, I got some damage, too, so... I took absolutely no pain. Is there any way you, took, you can... Peter took no damage. Is there any way you can do something, Peter, for at least Tira? Because I think she might be... Well, yeah. I have tried this a couple of times. It should work. I'm going to pull up my star stone out. And so, wait, which of you guys hurts more? Me. All right, I'm going I took to... took 13 points. I'm going to walk over at Tira, lay my hand on one of her... Um, Pull my shoulder where the bolt went yeah, in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna first pull that thing out and drop it on the ground, and then I'm gonna like lay my fingers over your wound, and I'm uh-huh. gonna cast cure wound. As as you're doing this, it's an almost intimate process of him, you know, working the bolt out of mm-hmm. your wound, and and you become painfully aware that there's a face right there as a Simmeries is just <laughs> looking wide eyed at this process. Oh boy! Oh, and I mean, he's he's like leaning in. His nose is yeah. almost touching your shoulder. He's just that close. Uh, Hi, Simmeries. Yeah. <laughs> um, you regain eight hit points. 
Eight, eight hit points. Eight points. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, so. as the wound closes, it's almost like these green vines are growing around it and then cinching it together. And Asimres is just overjoyed to see Starstone at work like this. Oh, yeah? Look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, just your pagan just attacks him. <laughs> Okay, Thank so you, Peter. There is a little bit of healing, and we'll pick that up next time because this episode is over. Aww. For experience points, you get six points for defeating the bad guys in the alleyway. Yoo. I'm going to give you five points <gasps> for interacting with Asimeries. And now it's time for the Norse battle. Role playing. Obviously, I think Tira just taking out two of them almost single handedly deserves some points. I mean, her rolls were on point too. Finally, for real. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you're not joking. It's about time you pulled your weight. No kidding. For all her interactions with the um, well, he hasn't awarded me my points yet. Hang on. At least two. Come on. I'll give you two experience points for the role playing during the fight. Obviously, you got the benefit of the good roles by taking them out. So, yeah. But the role playing that went on during that two points. For us to dealing with all the townspeople in Flunmore. Yeah, why don't you each take one experience uh, yeah. point for, first of all, allowing me to play with my NPC persona yes. generator. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, so I got Jokey. That was the first one. Okay. And that's why he was directing you out of the city. That was I more got- like annoying. <laughs> well, Jokey is pretty annoying. Yeah, they're, they're all based on the Smurfs. Oh, oh okay. All right. And then uh, Papa was the second one, so that was oh. the, the old guy. Oh. <laughs> the old guy that was directing you and getting lost in the details. Yes. Such a beautiful yes. Smurf. Yes. Handy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Handy Smurf. Yeah. So on it and aware of things, but not... Terribly personable. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just had fun with that. That and, was good. I yeah, like that. it was that. fun. Fun to finally use my persona generator. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um... <sighs> and there's going to be some mad players here because you're so close. Oh, no, that's fine. I yeah. mean, obviously, <laughs> I didn't do much, but like... The clear Womberbash method of falling down. And, and, <laughs> I'll give you two uh, for the transformation. Just, again, the description, the, the role-playing mm-hmm. aspect of it. And Peter? For me using uh, Tear as a turret? <laughs> I'll give you Are one for that. real thing? <laughs> I'll give you one for that, and I'll give you one for the... <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coming with coming you. with you. <laughs> So, what is our recap looking oh, like? Oh, okay, hang on. I got to add this up now. I have 85 experience points. We must be doing the same Durr. thing. That's what I've got too, 85. I have 94. Oh, girl. Oh, man. Okay. We have some good things coming up. I, I had a lot of fun with this episode. Yeah. It was fun to, to do some of the things we did. And the fight, I think that went a lot better for you. Yes. Um, wow. you, did, <laughs> you did leave a bad guy just free. Well, Which was yeah, interesting. Well, but I figured we maybe, weren't killers. Though. Maybe he's, no, maybe he's not, scared straight. Yeah, we weren't not, killers. Not to mention, if, <laughs> if he is found by some um, by some authorities, maybe they might think that he's the one who killed them, so he'll be incarcerated. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think no. I think Michael's point's not. good. We're not we're not just killers like this wandering no band of 
Murder hobos. Yeah, murder <laughs> hobos. <laughs> I just loved how he was like, yeah, we're not killers as tears over there like saw. Slicing, her, slicing and, off legs. And, and still covered in blood. Yeah, oh, you haven't cleaned up? up? I never cleaned up. It was That's right, when I put house. my glasses on, you'd have no blood on you. Thanks for the recap. Thanks for a good episode. And thanks for joining us here at Stack of Dice. We have many ways that you can, well, we have a couple ways you can reach us. Uh, we have a Twitter feed and our handle is at Stack Dice. We have an, e- an email account, uh, stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And we would dearly love to hear from you. Subscribe if you haven't already. And if you have the time, it takes just a moment to leave us a good review on iTunes. That'll really help to boost us and help share this story with other people. But we want to thank you for joining us. We, we're having fun. We have enjoyed telling a story. <laughs> and we're going to be back with more excitement and fun in the city of Flynnmore next time here at Stack of Dice. He didn't have a question to ask us. I know. Ha! All right. Okay, here we go. Ask us if we want to tell a story. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to tell a story? If you had an idea of a question, and it was, if you wanted to tell a story, did you ever have a? Did you what? Did did you what? Did you ever dream that that you want? You want? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta find that one again. That was just like. It was the best thing ever.